This episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by DraftKings. The final 22 teams have made their way down to Orlando and are ready to get back on the court. And there is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To celebrate the return to basketball in the playoffs ahead, DraftKings will have not one but two $1 million top prizes through the first two days of the resumed season. So get in all the action now. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball is easy to play. Just pick eight players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for three-pointers, rebounds, assists, steals, all that. Uh, but if basketball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this week's tournament. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code Tate to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code Tate to get a free shot at millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. On to Titus and Tate. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are talking about Damian Lillard for the entire mm. show, possibly. I can't make any promises, but if, if ever there was something that deserved taking up the entire show, it would be what Damian Lillard has done, basically since he missed the two free throws, Tate, against the Clippers. Yes, he was Somewhere. trolled by his, his uh, co-workers, I guess you would call in the NBA, guys he goes up against, Pat Beverly, the, the Paul Georges. They've squashed all that beef, but regardless, Dame Lillard has been set on fire. He has been ablaze, and he has had every single obstacle in his way and he likes the drama he likes to take it down to the wire and uh, we've had a great time it feels like march madness oh did August. it ever kevin harlan did it ever was, kevin harlan was uh was on fire tonight yes. uh we yeah we just got done watching the blazers beat the nets Karis levert's last second shot went begging mm -hmm. did not go in the blazers are moving on pour one out for our, our phoenix suns your phoenix suns we're gonna talk about yes that. We're going to get into yes. all of it. There's, there's a ton going. That was, that was the big storyline, though, was, was basically Dame Lillard. Is Damian Lillard good enough to carry uh, the, 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 the Portland Trailblazers, the rest of the team? Is he good enough to carry them to a win to then displace? A legacy game, as Charles Barkley called yeah, it, a, a legacy, legacy game. game. Was he good enough? The answer is yes. Barely he was. Uh, and that's mostly legacy what we're going to secured. That's mostly what we're going to talk about. But we also have a lot of college basketball news uh, lurking. It's not getting the headlines. The headlines are going to the football decisions. These conferences are canceling the Big Ten, the Pac-12, et cetera, et cetera. What is, what is the rest of the Power Five going to do? But what are the college basketball implications, Tate? We're going to get into this because there's a lot of chatter going on, a lot mm. of plans, a lot of plan B and C and D getting thrown out, as Dan Gavitt said. And uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of suss through it all and try to get a read of, of how po positive vibes only, but how positive should the vibes be right now? And, and, and to boil that all down, it's the Pac-12 update. So we, we have Pac-12 <laughs> thoughts and uh, their opinions on bubbles and all those types of things. So we're very excited for all that as well. But we're going to talk about Damian Lillard for a, a, mm -hmm. a, a good amount of this. Uh, we're going to get to all of this, but first... Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, Tate. As you said at the top, this this Nets Blazers game had a March Madness feel. We we I, I don't know if people remember this, but March Madness was famously canceled. We did not yes. get an NCAA tournament. This we year. we famously used to cover a thing called March Madness. <laughs> it yes. was a thing that used to exist in this country. Uh, it did not in 2020, but for a moment in time, we got a guy from Weber State single-handedly carrying a team. Uh, in a must-win game in a neutral site. Alongside a guy from Lehigh. Yeah, alongside a guy from yes. Lehigh with Kevin Harlan on the call, mm -hmm. just losing his mind for the last 
basic, basically the last like half of the third quarter and then into the fourth quarter, Tyler Johnson starts getting hot for the Nets and Kevin Harlan just like losing his mind in, in the best way possible. Kevin Harlan just – Oh, I, my. Yeah, the steal that Lillard has towards the end when Harlan was calling the steal. Oh, yes. my. I'm not even going to try to imitate it. You can't be – No, you can't. He's, he's, he's too good. He really is like goat-tier play-by-play guy. And, um, man, this, I, it got the blood pumping. I was so excited. I didn't care who won. I really didn't because, like, I, I love the Suns. I fell in love with the Suns during this bubble run. If the Blazers lose, the Suns get in. Um, if the Blazers win, we get more Damian Lillard. It was a win-win situation for all of us, and uh, it, it it was just great. It was just great to to feel alive for the first time in five months. <laughs> yeah, basketball is back, and uh, we're gonna unpack this whole situation. So I want to start with you know what you just said, which was SVP. You said it was a win-win situation. SVP is not SVP that I'm talking about. I'm talking about SVG. I apologize to SVP. Oh. <laughs> SVG. <laughs> Stan Van Gundy, the real SVG in this game, he is giving the breakdown of the Phoenix Suns, which is – I agree with this wholeheartedly. The Phoenix Suns, they go 8-0 in the bubble. This will some, – something that can never be replicated again. We don't know if we're ever going to be back in a bubble. <laughs> will this ever – this is the will most it, unbreakable record in sports. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you're talking about history here, 8-0, undefeated in the bubble. And what SVG says to the world is what I want to unpack with you, and, and I believe this as a Suns fan, as a – newfound Cameron Johnson believer to the max not even newfound just like doubling down on who on who he is but anyways SVG says they go eight no they don't make the playoffs right Mm -hmm. you leave and you ride on this momentum upswing and you have the lingering question what if what Mm -hmm. if they were the eighth seed what if they had gone up against LeBron they obviously would have won because they never lost in the bubble. They are undefeated. The mythology, the folklore, whatever you want to call it, it lives on. And that's my first thought. And that's what's good about this win-win situation. Dame Lillard has a chance to go up against LeBron, make this little run, Melo do the same thing, but also the Suns forever undefeated. Undefeated. The The, the most unbreakable record in sports. Undefeated. Hang hang the banner. uh, Do the UCF move. 2020 national champions, your Phoenix Suns. I think that's the move is is they won the 2020 national championship. I think we have to lock that in, which by the way, Kevin Harlan was on the call for that game as well. The, uh, Mm -hmm. the Mavs Suns game. And, um, Kevin Hart, I just want to shout him out again because Kevin Harlan, college basketball fan, was was just making me so happy. Like he gave us the March Madness feel in the primetime game, the late night. Uh, <laughs> but during the Suns, every time the someone on the Suns or the Mavs did something that had played in college, he was given like their college stats. He's, He's like, like yeah, Javon Carter, Carter <laughs> defensive back-to-back defensive yeah, player of yeah. the year. You're like, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and they were talking about Mikael Bridges uh, playing at Villanova. He's like, you know, Mikael Bridges has a lot of experience playing in neutral site games by winning two national championships at Villanova. We asked him about that. Mikael was like, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> that was his direct quote. It was like, I, yes, I guess. Definitely. <laughs> uh, but no, man, Kevin Harlan was, was on fire. He was bringing it. He was, uh, he was giving us the March Madness we never got, and I was, I was very excited about that. But, yeah, the Suns, man, I, I – uh, I'm with you. You were very. You're an early adopter to this. The Bubble Suns. You were. You, you were in very early. You said Ty. On your bubble breaker list, you had like Ty Jerome and Cam. Jot. You had all the basically all the Suns wings. Yeah, yeah. Everyone but Aaron Baines was one of my yeah, bubble breakers. Yeah. Uh, and basically, Cam Johnson delivered. Uh, Cam Johnson is a guy that, you know, he's a Cam to Cameron. We love that. We love the growth that he, Cameron Newton did this once upon a time. He's gone back to being Cam Newton. And in fact, if you saw his Patriots pictures, you see Cam is back in full force. But Cameron Johnson is a facilitator. He's a guy mm-hmm. that wants to play alongside a superstar like Devin Booker. And I told you this on the last episode. We're going to look back on the Suns team and say, I cannot believe that Cameron Johnson and Devin Booker were on the same team once upon a time. 
what a stacked roster with Aiton and, and all these guys. I mean, like, and Bridges, like, what what an unbelievable team of lottery this picks. This is the new Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. Exactly. And then you look at, like, Cam, you look at Cam Payne, who one yeah. day could be a Cameron Payne, what we're going to see about that. But he's a lottery pick, you know, with the Thunder. And he got kind of written off as just a guy that wants to dance with Russell Westbrook. He just, he just I mean, this guy's pulled up from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, he, he's on another level as well. Um, like you said, the Suns made a nice little run. America fell in love with them. They still have a chip on their shoulder. Devin Booker is going full pop star with this. He's going full Drake on us. He's like, you know, DMing Kendall Jenner or whatever, commenting on her her stuff in the middle of all this. But then when he's asked about anything, he's like, it's all basketball. It's all business. <laughs> like, it's what we like to see. It's very Derek Jeter as well. Um, I don't know. I, I like the Phoenix Suns, and I like that they have this bubble experience forever, and it's untainted. It will never be tainted. It will never be uh, the most unbreakable. Call it. Put the, put the trademark on it, the most unbreakable record in sports. No one yes. will ever go undefeated in the bubble again. Um, that bubble will not break. Uh, the Suns being a college team. Also, I didn't realize this. Do you know Steve Blake is on their staff? So you have the college. You have the, yeah, and Randy Ayers is too. Former Ohio State head coach Randy Ayers. So mm. uh, the Suns, yeah, I, I feel like – we, we said that at the top uh, uh, or at the start of the bubble that the, basically this was it the Suns and the Kings and who mm-hmm. else were our college teams are like basically our like college all-star teams that uh, I mean the, those are the two teams the I two, mean, right? and, and the Kings have delivered as well you know what I mean if you watch some of these Kings yeah. teams like Harrison Barnes had a few good games I, I enjoyed watching that I mean Harry Giles is always a fun player to watch I see all these Celtics fans tweeting at him saying we can't wait to pair you with Jason Tatum stay on the west coast Harry don't get don't get tainted by these fans <laughs> um but Damian Lillard had to ruin the party. Yes, uh, yes. Damian Lillard uh, is I, – I, I can't even find the words to explain, like, what is – because the Nets throw, like, a box and one slash trap him as soon as he touches the ball. Get a very, very high school – I mean, I think it was Reggie called it out. He's like, this is high school defense. Like, mm-hmm. you don't see this in the NBA. In the NBA, the reason guy like James Harden averages 37 points a game is because – you, you can't afford to trap a guy and leave guys wide open in the NBA where you, as in high school, you can't, if you have one guy who's like a McDonald's all American, just trap him and have him throw it to the five, nine little scrawny white kid in the corner. Mm-hmm. And he's going to brick, throw up bricks all night. Uh, you can't really do that in the NBA, but it was working because the rest of the Blazers were asked tonight. CJ McCollum was missing every wide open shot. He had the big, uh, the big kind of reminiscent of Jordan against the jazz little pull up the ISO pull up towards the end. That was kind of clutch, but um for the most part, everybody's mentioning everything. So Damian Lillard has to just go full, full Damian Lillard. And he just, he carries them. It was, it was, on the one hand, you're seeing a high school defense. The, the point I wanted to make is that on the, on the Nets end, you're seeing like a defense you only see at like the high school junior high level. And then on the other hand, Damian Lillard was doing things on the offensive end, such as pulling up from the logo with 16 seconds on a shot clock. Yes that you would never ever in a billion years see at a high school level where like if he, if, if a high school player does that and makes it, the coach kicks him off the team. Still the coach is like, what are you? So the contrast of like, this guy is playing offense at a level that I'm not sure I've ever even seen. And we talked about Steph Curry normal. We talked on the last episode about Steph Curry normalizing these kinds of shots. I don't even know if Steph, like maybe Steph did. Steph did. This. I don't even have reason. This. Steph not like this. this. He didn't take. Yes, he did. Not single-handedly yes, like this. 2016 against OKC. No. You were there. You saw it. You no. watched it. We all no, watched well, that it. That was that was at the very end. That was with. It wasn't like this. It was this. This is. It was better. It was bigger. <laughs> it was bigger. That was a tie game with like the clock running down. He had to throw up a shot anyway. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just throw it up now." Versus like three seconds from now, Damian Lillard had no no one in their right mind. Like he's completely out of his skull to pull up from that far. That makes no, there's no, 
<laughs> I love the idea. Team? Was Steph getting double teams thrown him? Yeah, was, absolutely. Did, did absolutely. Steph have a whole team that was missing everything? Yes, Harrison Barnes. Yeah, we just mentioned him. Uh, look, I'll say this. Dame Lillard, unbelievable. That moment when he pulled up, there, there was a little run that was happening. And you could see the confidence with Joe Harris and all these guys on the net. Tyler Johnson, to, to, I want to unpack the whole storyline here. Devin okay. Booker, after they win this game, you know, they're 8-0. Devin Booker shouts out Tyler Johnson. He's like, shout out to my boy Tyler Johnson. He's about to get busy on him. And as soon as, I, as, soon as he said that, I was like, wait a second. Let me unravel this. Man went to Fresno State. Who also mm. went to Fresno State? Paul George. Mm. What? Paul <laughs> George is in the middle of this whole thing. So anyways, Paul George's boy and Devin Booker's boy, Tyler Johnson, is unconscious. He's hitting everything. Karis averts on another level. But then I'm thinking to myself, there's a whole other layer to the situation because guess who plays for the New Jersey Nets or the Brooklyn Nets, the, you know, whatever we call the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant's thinking to himself, he just got called out in the story. Did you see this video with Kevin Durant that, that's circulating now? Someone came up to him and they said, who's the goat? And they, or they asked the guy who the goat is. And uh, the guy said, LeBron James, the greatest ever play of the game. And Kevin Durant's like, Psh, come on, man. <laughs> so anyway, that's all circulating in the ether. And you got the idea that Dame Lillard as an eight seed with the trailblazers and the riding high of, you know, only the, the second guy since Will to have three 60 point games in a season. And he could play be in the eighth seed and go against LeBron, Kevin Durant's team, you know, in this moment. Who knows where that's at? But you also have the Fresno State. There's so many. There's, Can you are, are you so an organ things. donor? Are you an organ donor? Can you please? Yes. Okay, yes. thank God. So you're gonna donate your brain to science when you mm -hmm. pass, because like yes. we we need to study that thing. How 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 you connect all those dots? We're we're, we're piecing <laughs> all of this together. So right now, this is where we are in the ether of basketball at that moment. And Dame Lillard pulls up from the logo. Yeah. Like you said, 16 seconds. He pulls up, he knocks that shot down. And then after the game, when they asked him about it, Chris Haynes, he's like, that yeah. juncture in time, he just says, Yeah, I was open in that moment. And I said to myself, I cannot go to bed tonight and think about yeah. passing up open shots. And the fact that this man thinks that as soon as he takes a step over the logo, he is open, that says that Dane Lillard is on another level. He is a superstar. And we do love it. It reminded me, it's the move of uh, the, uh, uh, like the All Star game when you got the uh, Elam ending. And you only yes. need you only you need three points to win. The um, apprehension is in the air. You know what I mean. The the rush. It, it reminded me of you know when Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving they kept just shooting threes and LeBron James at the end of 2016 yeah. Game Seven. It was like who's going to hit one of yeah, these? Who's Kyrie one? finally did. But Lebr LeBron, I think LeBron shot something like like I think he I think LeBron tried that exact same shot in the All Star game when his team needed the three points to get mm. the Elam ending, and he was. That, that's what it reminded me of. It's like when you're playing pickup and you need you need to hit a three, and the other team is gonna like foul the shit out of you if you try to yep. get a three up. You just gotta get it off. You check it. So you just gotta get it off. That's what he looked like. He just drew. He's like, okay, I'm past that court. I'm gonna shoot it now. Uh, you mentioned Chris Haynes at, talk, asking him about it. That that was my favorite moment of the night because he just like channeled the energy of everyone watching when he was like, Dame. So the sh the shot from the logo. Wh what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that was, was kind of how the question came out. He's just like what what was that what mm. what why what and also why and how and but what <laughs> straight up um dame's awesome though man i'm falling at like not just because he's playing so well i i he's, he's the kind of guy that like if especially if you're an old school nba fan like i am and you're one of the guys that kind of rules your eye you know a small market fan like such as mm. myself he, he's he's very mm. much a, you know that was part of the beef with paul george he chirped at him he said um, you know, you're going, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but you go ring chasing and I will not do that. I will stay in Portland. This is 
how I choose to conduct my affairs. But he's he's like just a real one. And like in the post game press conference, he he said Karis Levert is cold, which I absolutely love because it's like Agreed. so easy for it's so easy for for Damian Lillard to just be like I am the shit. Everyone loved me, and the, like one of the first things he says is like Karis Levert is awesome, and that was awesome. And um, I don't know, he's just got like such a level head about it all. And uh, I, I am very excited. I, I, I still don't think it's sustainable. Like, he's going to be exhausted, right? Like, every, if, if this was March Madness, everyone's talking about, like, the Lakers should be scared. Um, and I get why. I mean, like, how do you stop Damian Lillard? From the, <laughs> the Lakers are lobbying, lobbying for another playing game. They're like, they should play yeah, at least yeah. three games. But it, odd he's going to get – he's got to run out of gas at some point, one. And even if he doesn't, like, oh, this isn't March Madness where – you're, you're scared about Damian Lillard going for 70 and ending your season. Like if he goes for 70 in game one, you can still, you still have six more games to, to win four. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I think the Lakers are going to be fine. I yeah. Think, yeah. Gonna absolutely. Fine. Who's going to guard gonna LeBron s- and Anthony Davis on that team? I was going to say, and, and at the end of the day with the Lakers, the, the time is the, of the essence. They can just sit there and they can mm-hmm. watch the tape on these guys and they can see how Dame Lillard is being trapped. They can see the box and what they can see the schemes that are being used against Dame Lillard right. on their way to them. And I think it was pretty interesting that Jock Vaughn was willing to do that. I thought that was what was so fun about the game tonight, where it was a tournament atmosphere in the sense that the Nets were like, this is a moment for us. This is the stage. We can send a statement. Karis LeVert proved to the world, to a lot of people, like, I'm big time. I'm a primetime isolation basketball scorer, and I can mm-hmm. go get a bucket for this team. And we also have Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant on this team. And uh, Jared Allen, who's blocking every single ball that goes up. I mean, they're a pretty deep team. Joe Harris you and I and the rest of Virginia fans know it's just a great role player on any team and a guy that knows how to get that that little extra rebound or that mm-hmm. you know get a little steal get a little moment to, to get some momentum but Justin Anderson also a friend of the program good to see him on the bench and it's national left-hander day so that was great for the Nets and you know I, I just going down the roster of, of the moments for the Nets I wanted them to have the moment like but when he took the shot Carol Severt at the end of the game and he was fading off to the left yeah, it was a sigh of relief. I feel like for everyone watching, because at yeah. the end of the day, Dame has become sort of the cult hero of the bubble. We all want to see like the the, he's the, the sons of the young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the, the MVP. MVP. I mean, there's a lot of talk yeah. about that. Of uh, Dame is the MVP. A few like last at this time last week, that was a fun discussion. Is like who is the MVP of the bubble? Is it Dame? Is it Harden? Is After it the Booker shot, I guess is it TJ Warren? Is it is it Devin Booker? Uh, Dame is it, it's 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 done. It's over. It's Damian Lillard will is the the bubble MVP. But uh, Rockets fans are young. It's James Harden, and we're yeah. like, we get it. We get we're it. <laughs> <laughs> His advanced stats. He's the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, other NBA news and notes. Uh, you were a virtual fan for the Thunder Heat, Heat. game. Yes. This week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow a phrase from my good friend Chris Haynes. Uh, wh- what? <laughs> At that, jun- at that juncture in time. <laughs> huh? What? What? But Tate, why? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what happened was uh, I, I got reached out um, for – basically they were like, if you want to go to one of these games, you can be a virtual fan, but you're going to just put your name in the lottery. You don't know what game it would be. But anyways, you're going to be selected with a, a group of actual fans. The actual fans were the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, you join Microsoft Teams. You, you log in. They give you this login. Microsoft team shows up. It's it's all these people like we're in a Zoom conference. How do you call. how do you find out? How did you get the okay? Was it like an email? Was it you a get text? an email get and it's from the okay. NBA and it's like here's your login. Here's okay. your download the Microsoft Teams app. Uh, anyways, and you log in, but you can't like put your name up or anything. So it's like NBA guests, like a million different letters and numbers, and everyone has their own little NBA guests. And you see 
I was one of the first people in the room because you're supposed to get there 15 minutes early. I just wanted to see what it looked like. So I was there about 20 minutes early. So when I got in, they put the seats, like did they create the seats, right? So I was front and center. So I'm like, cause I was like, the first, I was like the first person in the room. So I'm sitting front and center. I don't have any thunder gear on, you know what I mean? And so everyone else is coming in. They're all have thunder gear and you can hear everybody, right? So they're logging like, Hey, let's go thunder. Like, you know what? You know, Come on, Chris, let's, let's play well today. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to chirp about Chris Paul. Chris Paul is from North Carolina, as you, you and I both know. And I like yeah. up a lot. So I'm asking questions about Chris Paul Hearing the fans. Fans love Chris Paul in Oklahoma city. He loves the city. He's happy to be there. Anyways, we're all talking to each other. Then everyone's planning what they want to do. Are we going to high five? Are we going to like do all these little – anyways, it's – So it's you're telling whole... me you like – you talk to the other pe- – that's, that's already blowing my mind because I just assumed it was just a bunch of people. No, no, no. People, people talk. People talk. I guess because I was in there early and you, you know me. Like if I'm just sitting there, I mean, I don't know. I was just – seeing what's up with some of these guys. I mean, hey guys. Some of these guys, yeah, hey, what's up, guys? And then, uh, anyways, our friend of the program, Duncan Robinson, within the game, he's five for five from the field. He's going off. I'm, you know, sort of pulling for him and the Heat yeah. at some level, you know what I mean? And so I'm sitting there in a tie-dye T-shirt that, thank God, has orange in it at some level. So I can get away with it. But a couple times, I'm like, you know, good stuff, Duncan. Yeah, so I can you, see the looks. Started, yeah, if you started cheering for Duncan, they could – they would know just that the other yeah they're looking at me i'm in the seat i'm in the seat so i'm next to them so like we're all in our own pod but you can still like you basically pin the game like so the feed is is ahead of the actual game feed right that you that we're watching you know the screen we're looking out of the screen if you're anything so you're live so you're ahead of the actual tv so i have the tv on that's like behind so i i feel like i know i'm telling wait 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 wait. yes you have Hold on, maybe maybe I'm overthinking this. You, you you don't have the angle from the seat, like when when you're saying you're watching the stream, you're just watching like like that screen is the the zoom camera that we're on, so we're watching. But it's like you're watching the, the game from there because that's a live it's a live feed. So they like have, I'm wa- I'm watching you're as a fan, you're watching the live feed, and then there's a TV feed, and then there's an NBA uh you know Game Pass feed. There's three different feeds. Oh my god! And, and you're the live feed, so you're seeing everything live. And you can you you see everything in between commercials. You see everyone kind of chopping it up with each other. They have people that kind of like PA in to. I guess they have moderators. You know, everyone told me I couldn't have a sign, but I'm pretty sure I could have had a sign. I was gonna I, ask, like, yeah. were, were there any rules? Could you say coronavirus is a hoax? That they have like a thing? I said, like, no, please it, make sure you don't say that. Or like, was there? Shout out to the Oklahoma City Thunder fans. They're basketball only. Like, they are basketball fans. These guys are worried about the game. They're talking about you know rotations with Baisley. You know, some people were calling him Basley. They were getting corrected, you know, and people were figuring it out. The New Balance intern for the fans of the program, uh, mm-hmm. he was the guy that interned for a million dollars at New And Balance also, he's the guy so that got well. that modified. That's how he's, yeah, yeah, Mark Titus does not like when I bring I'm him not, up. I'm not a fan yeah, of Basley. You're not a fan, no. but he is my favorite New Balance He's the guy intern. that decommitted and uh, was like, I don't want to go there. They suck now. And then, <laughs> and then he went to Syracuse, but – but didn't. But then didn't. And, now, and, and now he's loved by the Oklahoma City Thunder fans. The Thunder fans are great fans. That's all I have to say. Anyways, you see that live. You pin that. You're in your seat. Uh, if you uh, turn your camera off, Titus, yeah. you lose your seat. Forever? So like, yeah, well, you might not get it back. So I was front and center. I turned my camera off because I took a phone call and I came back. And I there's so many fans that I couldn't get back in the seat. So then I just kind of just watched the game sat there no serious question uh and and this is gonna sound like a joke but this is where my mind goes and i really want to work through this 
what if you moon the camera? Like, do they have like? I I believe that the like moderators the would. Like- I think they would have cut the feed. But I will say that <laughs> I I had heard that there were a lot of rules, and I got no rules. I got zero rules, and right. I don't know if it was just because they knew that the OKC fans are just you know good down basketball folk, or or Dude. I don't know, but it worked out. Now when now when you tell me that it took 170 million dollars to put this bubble on, I understand the 150 million of it went to executing the virtual fans. It sounds like. <laughs> finding these fans yeah it it, it, it honestly microsoft teams is a great app if you need to have like a virtual meeting i'm this is not sponsored no free ads no no, well microsoft where are you bill (laughs) Bill gates steve ballmer someone come find us oh that's fantastic good for you are you gonna do it again should should should, uh should i try to get in on this i'm trying to think of what game i should but you didn't get you didn't pick the game as you said you were no i i put in my name for a lottery randomly got this game and then you know i texted duncan robinson told him i was gonna pull for him virtually he said uh to to shout out us on the show and i said remember last time we had you on and we asked you about this (laughs) whole thing and uh just thumbs up oh good time uh, what what else is going on in the NBA? We got to talk about. How about the uh, the new guest rules? We got to hit on this. The bubble. Mm. This is uh, we're starting to wade into territory of why I was concerned that the bubble could happen in the first place. Um, I I was very vocal about my distrust of the NBA being able to pull this off. I'm eating crow, but at the same time, once I you can, bring family and yeah, long-standing friends into the equation, you bring trouble. That's just. My concern was the NBA needing to uh, actually define what family is and basically come out and say in a memo, family is not an Instagram model <laughs> that, you, yes. that you double tap, that you DM'd at 4 a.m. That is not family. You, you have to have met them in real what was What did the memo say? Any individual the player has not previously met in person or with whom the player has had limited in-person interactions is not allowed. For example, if the person is known by the player only through social media or an intermediary. Mm. Um, that is the most official way I've ever seen of, of saying something yes. different than what we yes. all know what they're saying. Yes. I, I'd say that like they should just call it the Manti Teo rule or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> we're trying to protect you, like frame it the other way around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But absolutely, they are on patrol for the IG moves. And this, the, this the heads on a swivel. Time, who was the Seahawks guy that got cut? Uh, what was that story? This the, the, the Seahawks player that just got cut because he tried to sneak a girl in and he put her, he dressed her up in like Seahawks gear to make her look like a player. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be, it's just going to be chaos. I'm, I'm very, very worried about this, but at the same time, uh, the bubble has worked so much better than I ever anticipated to this point that I'm just going to positive vibes only and say, trust the process. It's going to work out. They're, they're going to figure it out. But uh this is the, we're, we're starting to get into the dicey territory because the but I, I don't I've kind of like I get it the players need family time we'll call it but uh it's it's working so well why shake it up why introduce like are you not quadrupling like the amount of people in the bubble I guess I guess the the, the teams that aren't making the playoffs are going home but um I don't know like everybody can bring four people in that just seems I don't know, but I'm done. Positive vibes only. It's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. I was going to say, just... yeah, positive vibes only. And that, that gets us to Luka Doncic, who makes a nice little joke with J.J. Barea because there's a rule yeah. about, you know, the, the children and paying for a ticket about 32 inches. He's saying, you know, that's good news for you, J.J. Barea. And then they had, like, this moment during the Mavs game where they showed Boban and Luka basically, like, teaming up to punk J.J. Barea. And they were yeah. like, they're, they're like, they're the three best friends that we've ever seen. Yeah. 
Um, they like it, cornered him and just kept walking towards him. Yeah, like if I was, it was Rhea, I would, yeah. It looked like an Eastern European, yeah. like just gang affiliation move or like initiation. I don't even know what was going on, uh, but it was hilarious. Uh, Luca's having a great time in the bubble, but you mentioned that, that we're going to keep it positive vibes only, but commitment is key. And I feel like if you are committed to the bubble life, like uh, a friend of the program, Duncan Robinson, he's like, no complaints. It's weird that we've been in here this long, but I'm just like tunnel vision. Seems yeah, like yeah. that could work for someone like him. You know, he's like, just, yep. just be a shooter. Jimmy Butler is going to fight Chris Paul for me. I'm going to stay a shooter. And uh, some guys, like you said, they may, they may just be like, am I really going to stay in here and just keep following these rules? I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, rules are for suckers. At some point, <laughs> we got we to gotta, – at some point, we got to live our lives, Tate. We got to live <laughs> our lives. <laughs> um, I, I still feel it in the air, S-C-C. <laughs> okay. Question. Uh, your thoughts on this Giannis headbutting a Mo Wagner? You are uh, dishonorable mention. Mo you're Wagner. very much not a Mo Wagner fan. Um, I wouldn't say I am either. Mo Wagner. Wow. He's, becoming, he's becoming a foe of the program, going Whoa. all the way back to 2018. Wow. Uh, I think he's going to be upset that you were in on this. I think he thinks it's specific. No, no, no. I, I'm not a. I'm just saying I'm not a fan. I'm just kind of neutral. I'm not going to defend him. I'm just not going to do the thing where like you're the hater, and I, that means I have to like him, and then we debate it, whatever. Mm. I'm just, I'm just like. I'm not taking sides, but this Giannis headbutt of Mo Wagner, uh, I gotta, I gotta defend Mo Wagner, right? You're how, how are you spinning this to where Mo Wagner is the bad guy in this one? Because yeah, all he does is he takes a charge that was actually a block, he was moving, uh, and then Giannis headbutts him, <laughs> and he pretty clearly headbutted him. He didn't, he didn't flop. What? Why is this Mo Wagner's fault? Please. Mo Wagner, as I said to you uh, when we did our, you know, our we did our bubble breakers, guys to watch out for, our, all our little, you know, people that we want to talk about. I said to you, Mo Wagner is dishonorable mention because Mo Wagner is out there trying to get someone hurt with the way that he's playing the game of basketball. And by that, I mean he's playing Duke basketball and what do i mean by that he's taking charges and sliding underneath more athletic players that are better than him and that is what happened in this instance and guess what happened <laughs> he got headbutted for it that's what happens that's what happened oh, oh my god uh so, that's what happened he, he slid underneath Giannis. Giannis was upset because he's like these are th this is my livelihood i'm trying to win titles I'm trying to win titles get out of my way you get guys out of my way every single game yeah i will headbutt they, you they won they won tonight uh thomas but, bryant uh, won that game yeah thomas bryant yeah indiana there you go uh Giannis, i will the, the one part that is indefensible of of uh you know of what, I, what, what am I even saying? But Jan, I, I just wanted to mention Giannis. Like I understand where Giannis is coming from because all these everyone's taking charges on him. That's like mm -hmm. he has, Giannis has one move: it's be bigger, stronger, and longer than everyone, and drive past them and dunk on them. And people are finally like, you know what? What if I try to get in front of him and fall over? Maybe I'll get the call. Uh, and everyone's trying this on him. I think he just got frustrated, obviously, and it just kind of boiled over. And he's like, who the hell is this bomb taking charges on me? And he headbutts him. Uh, but you can't. He let knows Mo that bum. He knows that bum. He's like this man. He knows him. He he has been doesn't taking it, the charges. Doesn't before. it fall on Giannis to like not let Mo Wagner and the Washington Wizards get in your head? Like if Mo Wagner and the Wizards are gonna rattle you, what chance do you have in the NBA Finals against the LA team? At the end of the day, if you're Giannis and you're trying to send a message to the rest of the East, you're trying to send a message that I will throw bows. I will, I will headbutt you. <laughs> Yeah, straight up. Like that, that I think that that was the moment, and he got he got his suspension. The only thing that I foresee is if he does have a heated moment again, 
then they're going to potentially dream on the situation where they're like, he's already been suspended before. Mm. This is a second offense. It was it a headbutt. Was it not a headbutt? I'm hoping that we get to play this clip, and I'm hoping that in the future, me, I am now looking at my former self say this. But there is it was it or was it not a headbutt? Uh, it was. It was. <laughs> Haven't seen it, but it is. Uh, what else is going on? What do we got to hit? I mean, the bracket buster update. Who are your bracket busters that are killing? It? I saw Matt Thomas was two for five against the Sixers on Wednesday. He's Matt, heating up. Quick, yeah, yeah, he's my guy. <laughs> okay, I'm quick, about Matt, him. quick Matt Thomas story. I'm watching the Raptors game, uh, playing the Sixers, and you know it's a nice little back and forth. And then I see one of our favorite guys from Virginia lore, Mario Shayok, comes mm-hmm, in for the mm-hmm. Sixers. And Matt Thomas is uh, he catches the ball right at the top of the key, and he's pulling up for a three. And Mario Shayok grabs the ball, just rips it off the top of his head, goes down, dunks it. And I'm like, all right, nice. That's a good Mario Shayok. That's moment, Iowa but... State on Iowa State crime right there. Yeah, and I'm I'm a little upset though because I'm like, all right, Matt, come on, empty. Next possession down, empty hits a three, and it was kind of like a nice little like tip of the cap. Is like I had to get my moment, but now you got your moment. Yeah, so that and, was and guess what was worth more, Tate? The mm. three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're right. Matt Thomas wins. Duh. Yeah, uh, yeah I got the stat. Like, uh, Chris, Chris Chioza had 10 and 10 against the Bucks last week. There's something. Um, I, I, he's <laughs> he's kind of not doing what I thought he would be doing, but that's okay. Uh, mm. And then Mo Bamba, I don't know if you saw this, against the Nets on Tuesday, Mo Bamba had nine blocks. He played 12 minutes, had nine. I'm making that up. Mo Bamba hasn't mm. done anything. Mo Bamba hasn't played. My, 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 I'm, I'm all in on Matt Thomas. Matt Thomas is my one guy. I, I, I still stand by he's going to have a playoff moment. He's going to just go absolutely nuts, hit like five, three. I'm going to call – I'm going to say he hits three in a row and gets hot, and then the defense, mm. like, starts keying on him. He, he misses, his, future right now. He misses his next couple, but then he ends up hitting two more in the game, and he hits five threes in the game. But he has that moment where he hits, like, three in, in a five-minute span. And then mm-hmm. he, yeah, that that's my in a playoff game and a meaningful in a playoff game. game. Yeah, no, I mean exactly, and it could be against the Sixers. Who knows if they could get past the Celtics in the first round? But Michael Porter Jr. is probably the biggest name on the list. That was your yeah. guy, twenty-two points per game in the. Bubble. It just felt like cheating picking Michael Porter, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's. I kidding. mean, he's probably the biggest name. Cam Johnson, Cameron Johnson, for me, uh, plus fourteen uh, in, in this whole thing. He's just been a great. He's been a great asset on the floor as as the power mm-hmm. forward. I mean, we remember what the power forward used to be in the NBA. The man's changing the position. Uh, Shake Milton. Shake Milton, game winner, I will never, right? I will never get over the Shake Milton game winner. That, that just gives winner. me juice, gives me life. Um, Chris Clemens, we're still waiting on it. We're waiting on, yeah, we're, waiting we're waiting on Ty Jerome as well to make a run. Bull Bull will obviously make a run. And Shea Gilgis Alexander is also in the MPJ. Uh, category where we know he's going to we do knew well. he was going to be great yeah uh michael porter jr was had a brief moment in time where he was the bubble mvp as well i mean how many bubble mvps were there during this tj yeah. warren was the first uh yeah. i think luca was when he had the between the legs pass he was the mvp for that moment um th- yeah james harden was the mvp again harden, harden, harden's problem pass. is he doesn't harden hasn't done anything in the bubble that he hasn't done all season he always yeah. does this that's yeah, the thing so we, we you talk, people talk about not appreciating yeah. greatness yeah, yeah we do yeah. not appreciate james Harden every single night showing up looking more and more disheveled yet somehow getting more and more crisp with how he plays the game yeah i'm telling you he's 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 fallen into it's amazing the Wilt, he's fallen into the wilt chamberlain trap where his stats are so staggering consistently every time you look up his box score it's staggering yeah. that you just uh, you just disregard it like your brain you're just like okay harden got 51 who cares oh my god damian lillard scored 47 tonight and for <laughs> yeah. some reason like you lock in on the 47 dame had and the 51 harden had you're like eh, who cares mm-hmm. he shot 21 free throws so i don't care about that one and uh 
It's because he does it every single night. Yeah, but he he was he was inconsiderate. Devin Booker had the moment. It's it, we, it the bubble was fun. It was a fun. I, I guess there's still games tomorrow. But no, there's still games. I was gonna say the, the one person I want to shout out. You mentioned the other college team that we loved uh, of the Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fox when he played, he was amazing. He had a great he bubble was. and yeah. he uh, had the haircut, so I feel like people didn't notice as much as how well he was playing. They're like, who's this guy? But uh, he was great. So I think, I I think my solution Fox. is for the Suns. The Suns should get because the Wizards were were dog shit and they didn't. Thomas Bryant was great though. The and Wizards Rui had some good moments. Did the Wizards finish eleventh in the East? Did the Bulls jump them too officially, or, or, or did the win put them back over the Bulls? And the I think was, the win had to get them over the Bulls. Yeah. The point is, I mean, for God's sakes, you got teams that aren't even in the bubble jumping you in the standings. Uh, and so now the East doesn't have the play-in situation that the West has. Meanwhile, the Suns are on the outside looking in. Let the Suns be in the East. Let them play the Magic for the play-in. That's what America wants. That's what mm-hmm. we want. Why, why mm-hmm. should the Magic – I mean, does anybody re- – like, by the way, I'm looking at all the playoff matchups. Like, honestly, the Heat Pacers will be fun. I'll, I'll enjoy watching that one as, a, uh, as both a Heat and a Pacers fan. But the rest of the matchup, like, <laughs> I, I, I do not like the 76ers. The 76ers are garbage. They're not going to – Well, without Ben Simmons, it's Yeah, without real, Ben Simmons, yeah. that's not going to be a fun series. The Raptors-Nets, the Nets are like the plucky little underdog. We, we like what we saw tonight, but – the Raptors are going to squash them. And the mm-hmm. Bucks magic. I mean, my God, is anybody going to watch even 30 <laughs> seconds of any of those games? So Tommy Massimino. Let's, let's spice up. <laughs> let's spice up the East. Let the Suns play. Let them play the magic, play their way in. Maybe they play the Bucks in the first round. Make it interesting. I, I think the Clippers are the best team in the NBA. And uh, I've, I've said that many times. I made my point many times that, like, if, if the Lakers didn't have the juju going for them, uh, the Clippers would be the favorites. But – I'm looking at the Clippers' path to the title tape. They play the Mavs in round one. Well, the Mavs don't play Luka. any defense whatsoever, but, mm-hmm. like, hell no, I want no part of Luka and Porzingis and those shooters surrounding them. And God knows what can happen with that. I mean, it's the same logic of, like, the Lakers being scared of Dame. It's mm-hmm. uh, They could get hot, and that's, that's terrifying. They beat the Mavs. They're probably going to play the Nuggets because I don't believe in the Jazz. It, it pains my soul to say it. I, I wanted Mike Conley to, to do – to have one more run at a, at a title, but the Jazz aren't the answer. The Jazz are not good this year, um, especially with Bogdanovich out. They're just not – They need Bogdanovich. They yeah, it's not the in, they're not playing inspiring basketball in the bubble. So the Clippers – They should have signed ISO Joe. That's what I was They saying. really should have, yeah. Yeah. Or, or Vince Carter. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers' path to the title is probably going to be Mavs with Luka – uh, Nuggets, who are a great team, very deep yep. team. Michael Porter is a wild card. Who the hell knows mm-hmm. what this guy's going to do? And he's like, they're Jamal Murray, team. Jokic. Yeah, yeah. that's going on. They're, yeah. they're, they're disgusting. They're deep as hell. Bull Bull's going to come in and just be an inflatable arm guy, just and, and mm-hmm. hitting step back threes at 7 4, whatever <laughs> he is. Uh, they beat the Nuggets. They'll play the Lakers probably in the Western Conference Finals. And then in the, in the finals, they'll obviously play the Bucks or the Raptors. Yikes. That's a, that's a terrifying path. And uh, I guess. I don't know. I guess if they're the best team, they're going to have to prove it. I guess that's how this works, right? But- yeah, that's how it works. And I feel like a lot of people, like you said, are pointing to the the Dame Lillard Blazers versus LeBron and the Lakers. And I think that the Luka Doncic, uh, I'm having a lot of fun with my friends and we're yeah. just playing pickup basically in the bubble. I'm here for a good time, yeah. Yeah, it's a scary recipe, especially for a team that can just put up points. And if the Clippers are struggling to find production, whether it be Kawhi being worn down and you know not being able to control tempo or pace in a game, even though Kawhi has shown that he's 
been able to do that pretty much whenever he decides to dictate a game. But Luca is also on the other side of things has been able to, it's going to be kind of a, a weird situation where they can speed things up and the Clippers probably don't want to do that. And I, yeah. I, the only thing I don't like about the Clippers is the back and forth that they did have. And it does seem that the, uh, the little pot shots with, you know, the Suns beating them. Mm-hmm. And not having Montrez and having the Lou Williams and the whole wings. They, they've had distractions and things go on. A lot on. of distractions, yep. A lot of distractions. Uh, and don't... like you said, a, a, a tough road to the finals. But at the end of the day, they are the most talented team. They have the two best wings yeah. in the NBA. And they have what I think – Doc Rivers can weather a storm and he can get those guys to, to all yeah, buy yeah. back in for a moment. So Yeah, I don't think the Mavs are going to beat him or even uh... – But they can take him to six games. Like, but yeah, we can win like, two games. And that's that, that's my point is like game. where whereas, you know, I, I – yeah, I, I, I think the, I think the, the Mavs are, could, could make the Clippers work harder than they want to. And it's going to be more of a grind than I, it maybe should be for a team that's going to – that I think is the best team in the league. So – um, that's interesting, but yeah, the, the West is obviously, uh, going to be a lot of nuggets jazz. I'm not really interested in, I, I, as I said, I've kind of sworn off the jazz rockets. Thunder is going to be great though. I'm excited about that. I'm excited. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, when he gets back healthy and then Chris yeah. Paul, I mean, we didn't even bring up the fact that Chris Paul threw a ball at Duncan Robinson, our friend of the program, just because yeah. he was making shots and he was trying yeah. to send a message. Uh, Chris Paul is on one. He made this bubble possible. He believes in the upstart thunder. He believes in being able to make a run and the mm-hmm. Rockets believe that they also have the tempo and the legs to make a run. Um, I, I think that's the best part about the playoffs is that everyone based on what the Suns have done it kind of just solidifies the fact that anyone can win in the bubble. And I think that would be terrifying if I'm the Clippers or if I'm the Bucks. or I think that's why Giannis headbutting someone almost gives a little bit juice to the Bucks. It's like, we got to play. Like, yeah. 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 It really back on our heels here. Now, now we're going into the overdrive of the, the, the idea that um, in the bubble, the, the playoff atmosphere, not necessarily the home court advantage. Cause sometimes like, yep. Home court could work again. I I don't know. I'm just making shit up, but like maybe home court works against you if you're like a young guy and like all the energy in the crowd and everyone cheering. Like that could sometimes rattle you and um whatever whether it's good or bad. The energy of a crowd, the energy of a playoff crowd. You, you're if you're a young guy coming out of the tunnel and you see the, the the TNT or the ESPN set, you know, and and then all the legends that are at the game are walking around and just the whole the whole scene. Drake sitting courtside. That's all gone, and you're just playing basketball. And as you said, the Suns are kind of proving that it's just like when it's just pure basketball, anybody can beat anybody. And hopefully it'll be interesting because that, that is like one of the one of the things that sucks about being like a college basketball fan who then watches the NBA is obviously there are a ton of upsets in college. That's why we love March Madness. And then traditionally in the NBA, there are not, which is why instances like the the, the Warriors beating the Mavs all those years ago are, are iconic and we always remember them because it almost never happens. Th- that's also why the Mavs, I think, are scary is that seven seed because yeah. they have the, the karmic history on their side mm-hmm. where, like, it's happened to them before when, you know, and then if they have, like, a singular talent, like, we're going to see- win a series, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's They're, they're going to flip it on its – yeah, they're going to be well, – That they, would they kinda- be – they kind of did that against the the Heat when they they won the when Dirk won his title. Like, they, but that was for '06. That was yeah. That was, <laughs> that was for losing in '06. That was a different flip. That was a different <laughs> flip. A different this, flip. Is, this is the second flip. This is the second. <laughs> We're gonna get JJ Barrera doing the Baron Davis dunk where he pulls it below his waist. <laughs> exactly. Amazon yeah. Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is doing the Jet. No, it could have been Karolinko. It was. It was. Wait, I'm losing my mind. That was what that was the Warriors. Was the was the Warriors the Jazz? 
No, that was the the, the Baron. I'm, uh, no, no, no. They beat the they beat the Mavs and then they played the Jazz in the second round and that was yes. when Baron Davis dunked on Karolinko. Yeah. Okay. But they right. won in the first round when they, they were won the in the first round. Yeah, when they yeah. Okay. And the Mavs were the yeah Oof. defending champs one season. I just heard my I was like Karolinko was on the Mavs. I can't. Okay. All right. Let's move on. He he should have been on the Mavs. I mean he, I mean Karolinko. Yeah. Wow. That was like a Mavs what if in time. Uh. Should we take a break and come back and talk about all the happenings in college sports that are? We right? probably should because people are listening and they're like, "What happened to the Pac-12 update?" Yeah, Pac-12 update's coming right after this. Quick break to get aware from our sponsor, DraftKings. DraftKings has brought their expertise to legal sports betting. It's a legitimate sports book based right here in the U.S., so you can rest assured that your funds are totally secure. DraftKings is America's top-rated sportsbook app, and it is safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your money at your own convenience. New users, new users get to, new users get a sign-up bonus up to thousand dollars. You can head to the app right now and check out all that they have to offer, including player props, live betting, and so much more. If sportsbook is not yet available in your state, don't forget about the DraftKings Fantasy app. They are offering a shot at over one million dollars in total prizes every day. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TATE when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter the code TATE when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. We're also brought to you by Raycon. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you are listening to, not what your roommates, your neighbors, your your significant others in the other room watching trash TV and you're trying to, to work on something from work. You don't want to hear all that. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you drop hundreds of dollars on a pair, check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and that they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands that you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime. Six hours. Seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. The company was founded by Ray J and celebrities like, Whoa. I don't know if you've heard of these people, Snoop Dogg. Yes, yes. Uh, J.R. Smith, yes. do you know him? Have you heard of that guy? Uh, <laughs> Melissa Etheridge, come to my That's window. Uh, all, of these, all of these celebrities. Brandy, Moesha, Moesha's back. Go uh, watch Moesha are, if you haven't seen They're all obsessed with Raycons, and you should be too. So now is the time to get your latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Tate. That's buyraycon.com slash Tate. For 15% off Raycon wireless here. You're already, the Raycons are already half the price of, of all the other ones. Now you're getting 15% on top of it. Buy Raycon.com slash Tate. Back to you. Yeah. All right, Tate, before we get to the Pac-12 update, let's do a big picture uh, nationwide college sports update. Uh, because I think the last time we did, we did a podcast, the Big Ten had not officially canceled, right? And, and the, not officially no 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 the, but the, it was in the ether that it, yeah it was, it was we, we were we were sensing it the uh the yeah we, we could feel it coming big 10 has officially canceled all fall sports they've canceled all fall sports uh, including football which uh is arguably the biggest fall sport some would say <laughs> some would uh, say Justin Fields, Ohio State careers probably they postponed. It. I'm sorry, they did not cancel. They postponed yeah, the spring, the, which the, is definitely yeah, the word. The words are important. Postpone. Yeah. It's definitely 100% going to happen. Don't you worry, you guys. Justin Fields, don't go anywhere just yet. We still want to see you in Ohio State jersey. 
Um, justice was not served. I just want to say that. Like, looking back on what happened, like, this was – Ohio State was going to beat Clemson in the playoff this year. It was going to happen. Mm. And I think that's what just – it hurts the most. Hold on. Hold on, Titus. We're getting contrary reports from the Michigan fans. They're saying that that Jim Harbaugh is saying that they would have, in fact, beat Ohio State this season. (laughs) This just did. Jalen Rose is is yelling. Wait so Big Ten cancels, Pac-12 obviously cancels. We uh we we yep. start getting fallout like like all eyes turn to the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve says they do the the Leo Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, they said BBL. <laughs> Not going anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Uh, SEC is obviously like someone asked SEC for a statement. They're like, huh? What is there? Mm-hmm. What pandemic? And yeah. <laughs> that's our official is it, statement. Is it football? That starts in September. <laughs> I'm gonna that, that, that uh I'm gonna stand my ground. If that virus tries to come into my body, I'm gonna shoot it right in the face. It's my God-given right. Uh, so ACC, uh, the, the other three, obviously, still playing. But, to me, uh, the virus is like raw cookie dough because <laughs> you know we all know the risk when we eat it. House comes. <laughs> yeah. House comes. I can eat. Okay, never mind. We love the SEC. Yeah. We love the SCC, I yeah, should say. Yeah, the the yeah. future conference that is be, that's brewing right now as we speak. Uh anyway, today uh the NCA cancels all fall sports championships, which as mm-hmm. we have hilariously pointed out many times does not include FBS football because the NCA for some goddamn reason has no jurisdiction over the biggest sport that they actually kind of do have jurisdiction over um so anyway the ncaa has canceled all fall fall championships which does not necessarily mean you can't play your seasons but it does mean they're not going to be handing out national titles uh to, they're not going to be sport. handing out sanctioned ncaa national titles but so, who's to say what the ap or any of these other news organizations could do if they decide to right. play so the waters are getting murkier and murkier, and that leads technicalities us to, are being thrown around. Exactly. That leads us to your Pac-12 update. I will give you the floor. Tell the people where the Pac-12 stands in all of this. The Pac-12 stands where most people would suspect the Pac-12 to stand, which is united and united on the side of we think that we're on the right side of history here, but can you guys please confirm this because no one is answering us? <laughs> they say college sports are not for bubbles, but then Mark Emmert says. Maybe they are. Yeah. Which would be, again, conflicting information. The Pac-12 update is basically the Pac-12 says, we are going to postpone all sports competitions. We are done. That includes the winter sports. That includes basketball. The great UCLA basketball team will not be playing this year right now as it stands in this calendar year. Mm-hmm. We will reevaluate. Cancel 2020. They cancel are, 2020. That's they are the, the, the basic white girls on Twitter that just say, can we just cancel 2020 and fast yes. forward to 2021? Larry yes. Scott said, yes, we can. That's what we're going to do. Cancel it and, all. And Larry Scott has put on the record that he does not think the college sports deserve a bubble or warrant a bubble or whatever you want to use your phrasing. Because, again, we are in technicality world. Yep. But that's where we are in the Pac-12. No bubbles. But if there are bubbles – like Mark Emmert suggested, for a March Madness, will we see an Oregon? Will we see a UCLA? Will we see an Arizona? I would, sus- I would suspect yes, Mark Titus. I think so. I think uh, th- I this, is, this is the fascinating wrinkle that is happening as it pertains to college basketball. Like I said, uh, all eyes are on football, rightfully so. Football's the big breadwinner for college mm-hmm. sports, and, and there seems to be a rift in the power conferences as to what, what should be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the season that's most recently coming up. But as it pertains to basketball, the big story is that, uh, as you said, Larry Scott, we, we have the two, the two titan, the two biggest brains, we'll say, in all of college sports. Larry Scott, 
and Mark Emmert have conflicting opinions. And Mark Emmert is saying, we're going to do a bubble. Larry Scott's saying, bubble does not make any sense. We, we, we probably don't want to do a bubble. Uh, you know where I stand. I'm a bubble guy. Always have been. Mm. Bubble it up. Mm. I, I say more bubbles. Throw If there, you have a problem, any problem in your life, just throw a bubble at it. It'll fix everything. Uh, so I'm excited about this because I, I, I threw out the idea of conference bubbles. Jake Gillen's Hall agent after Dying yeah. Darko. He's like, what if we put them in a bubble? Bubble like, it up. Bang. I threw out the idea, do a conference-only bubble, do a Maui mm. bubble for the tournament. Um, I Take that idea, tweak it, if you will, whatever it takes. It seems like that's what they're going to do. The NCAA has – Mark Emmert believes in bubbles. Dan Gavitt, who I don't remember what his title is. He's basically basketball czar that Dickie V wants someone to be. It's kind of what yeah, Dan Gavitt is for him. That's, that, that's, the real, that's the real story, basically, is that Dickie V, based on all this conflicting information, says – look guys, we need one person. We need yeah. someone at the top and we need someone that's wise. We need someone that's not afraid to say his opinion. And we also need someone who's not afraid to go on Periscope in a hot tub with his shirt on. And who's not afraid to call himself the czar. Yeah. And I think that's what Dickie V is saying. He needs a college basketball czar, maybe himself. That's who I'm voting for at least. Yeah. Um, but, but what is the obsession with the term czar and why do we have to yeah, call it? Yeah, why czar? Why not? Like, yeah, that like, seems. It's, it's so weird that czar became the, the term. They're so like, why not just king? Why not dictate? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like why? That's, I was going to ask you, like, have you ever, is there any czars that you know that you're just like, I, I respect that person. I don't know. Many <laughs> just saying. Can't, I, don't I know can't say there's from. a czar that I, I respect. I but also, <laughs> yeah, what a weird term to like. To, to, to latch on to, to latch on to, and it, it's only ever used in this context when you say like a sports a star. Sports star. Yeah, it's never you never hear anybody say like I want to be the. Uh, I don't know what the other example would be. I want to be the. the yeah, maybe that's there, what it is. That's what I'm saying. Is it is czar I, the only term? I, I, I want to be the HOA czar of my neighborhood. <laughs> like like elect me czar of my HOA. If someone put up a sign that said elect me czar, let me just say I think some people <laughs> in the neighborhood would have some questions. Probably get a lot of votes as well. They'd be like, hell yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. I love a go-getter. I'll vote for him. <laughs> so you running for again. He calls it like he sees it, and I just love that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, if we do have a college basketball czar, which we don't, as Dickie V pointed out. We do I feel not. Like, is that Dan Gavitz? Is that his title at the NCAA? Like, he's vice president of something, and he's always kind of That's like the problem. Paper. He's supposed to be this guy, but he has, like, vice in front of it. Like, his name yeah. is conflicting. Like, yeah. the the, the – the whole workaround with the NCAA system in general is that it is conflicting information, which is to dilute the fact that the truth is that it's a mess. You know what it's I mean? It's to get you confused in the cloud, but in the smoke. Dan Gavitt did say that attorney is happening. <laughs> he said, he said, we, he, he, he said this today, we are going to have a plan B, C, and D, and we are far along in developing all of those plans. And then he also said, Tate, and I quote, we absolutely have to play the tournament. Uh, Tom Izzo also said, I know we're going to play. I don't even think it's a question. So there's a lot of bravado around college basketball circles. They're saying a tournament is definitely going to happen. Scott Drew again said that we will have a we season. Will, we he, told he, John Rothstein it is going to happen. That. Yeah. Um, I positive vibes only, but I kind of like have a slight fear that a lot of this is coming from a sense of we already had one tournament canceled. We've already paid our dues. So we're good to go now. Like yes. we've already, like we've yes. already, yes, we've paid like our sacrifice to the coronavirus. Yeah. I have the antibodies. Like yes. we can play. Yeah. Yes. Like let's play. We, we can go now. And I don't think that's exactly how it works. So I'm a little worried. I, I, I just want to bring this point, Tate until something changes, 
nothing is going to change. <laughs> yeah, those only changes, nothing changes. That's nothing changes. But at the same time, uh, Dan Gavitt's saying they are having, they are coming up with contingency plans, which is more than could be said about the football operation, which is they just sat there and they're like, yeah, the virus will go away, right? That's how it works. Uh, it seems like basketball is working towards bubbles. Bubbles could work for basketball. I believe in bubbles working, not just like in containing the virus, but the idea, uh, a lot of the pushback you're seeing is people saying, how can you make student athletes get into bubbles? Uh, Doug Gottlieb among them is pointing out that like, <laughs> he's pointing out that athletes are in bubbles. Student, like college basketball players are in bubbles all the time during winter break. All the students yeah, go home. Yeah, College yeah, basketball yeah. players stay there in their little bubbles. Like th- this is asking basketball players to do things that are outside differently the than normal students. Yeah, is, that is that normal. is constantly yeah. asked of them, and they go yes. along with it. So uh, maybe it's going to work. I don't know. Positive vibes only. I'm feeling good about it. We're, we we it's everyone's saying the right things, but uh, you know, it, the one thing I want to say is like until something changes, nothing's going to change. So exactly. Like, let's try to change something, maybe, and then we can. Yeah. Let's try to change something. But before that, let's all agree that basketball and bubbles go hand in hand and they work out. And mm-hmm. I think like they've already in, in March Madness terminology, we already have it. Like who's on the bubble? Like yep. we've already we've we've created the conversation. We're gonna have this. we're gonna have guys, we're gonna have teams on the bubble to get into the bubble. To get in the bubble. Their bubble yes. first yes. twice. Yes. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. Uh one thing I want to point out, and again, I I don't, I don't like doing it, but it needs to be pointed out. Part of the Pac-12 update. Uh, so no Pac-12 competition of any – no Pac-12 anybody is going to compete in anything until 2021, as we pointed out. Uh, Stanford is in the Maui Invitational field, and mm-hmm. the Maui Invitational is slated to take place in 2020. So is the fix just Stanford's out and Shamanad's in? That's got to be it, right? Because that Maui, would be Maui's still be, going. We're still going to Maui. Yes, Maui's yes. Still happening. All signs point to yes from the Maui okay. Invitational. We right. we expect to be there. Uh, I think the Shamanad easily slides into that spot. And I think this is one of those years where if you're Shamanad, you think Phoenix Suns, you think bubble, oh, you think anything is possible. I like it. Yeah, I like it. The the Shamanad <laughs> is the or the Phoenix Suns of the bubble. Um <laughs> Yeah, it, I, I, I do like where it's trending, in all honesty. I like that uh, at least something's happening. This is the frustration with football is that football did nothing. And they, 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 what's the Simpsons joke? We're, we're all out of ideas. and or We haven't tried anything. We're all out of ideas or whatever. Um, that, that was what football did. Uh, and then they got into this mess, and now they don't know how to fix it. And, and the, the solution for some conferences is let's just chug along, which I think they're going to find is not going to work as well as they hope. But maybe it will. Um, but at least basketball is trying something. If we get to a point in January where it, it turns out we can't do X, Y, Z for whatever reason, that's okay. I get, I mean, it, it, it's not okay. It sucks. I will be devastated, but at least like knowing that they tried and at least like we, like it, we can't afford it. That could be one of the things is like, we don't have money to afford whatever it is. Um, but if they at least try Tate, you have to try, you must try. It is un-American to say we cannot. It is very American to say we can find a way. Let's find a way. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. We have hope. We believe. We think we can do it. I think the real the real conundrum will be when Mike Hopkins or when Mick Cronin or when, you know, Sean Miller, whoever it may be, is in the Pac-12. And like you said, they see the SCC and Kentucky's playing North Carolina and they see Duke. No, I'm kidding. That could be. But it could happen. I don't know. Um, but if they see that and they've already made these comments, which is basically like we've decided to go with science, we've decided that, you know, it's in the best interest of the kids. They've, they've aligned themselves with the Pac-12. 
what, feel, what, what, what does that tug of war look like? Is did what you I feel like say. Larry Scott was showing a little too much favoritism in his statement when he talked about... Uh, I think he was trying to make sure that everyone got that this is where they stood. Like, it wasn't... There was no technicality. There was no gray area. This is very much a, like, we made this decision. But, we do, you think, but do you think he was showing favoritism when he, when he mentioned that he felt bad for Sean Miller, who's at risk with that cough of his? And yes. And he, he felt yes. like he... he yes. Should, and part of the decision behind canceling everything was because Sean Miller has the the chronic cough that mm-hmm. on the sideline when his team is in the midst of giving up a, a 11-0 run against Arizona State. <laughs> facts, facts. I mean, and, and and the real the real thing that we have not heard is where is Bobby Hurley and who delivered the message? Where does Bobby like, who, told, <laughs> who told Bobby Hurley? There, there was a football playing. coach that was a tight end coach when I was at Carolina, Walt Bell, who coaches at UMass now, and basically mm-hmm. said that like this was worse than when his parents passed away. Which I, I saw that like, quote. Oh my god! But I know, like I covered Walt Bell. He's a Larry Fedora guy. Like that guy actually does love football more, probably more. Like that was probably a genuine quote. So like. There's going to be like Shaw Miller loves the bag and and the game that Who, much, you know. And Will okay, Wade, so, who's, yeah, who's the most yeah, who's, hurt? Yeah. Who's the guy? Who's who's the most like basketball like locked in? Like this is my life. Like you know, you know who's a good uh, I, the dark horse pick mm. is Buzz Williams. I feel Buzz like Buzz Williams. Williams fits that vibe of just like he's got the football mentality. Like who who is the coach that would say I would rather bring my parents back to life and kill them again <laughs> mm-hmm. than have, have March Madness canceled. I feel like Buzz Williams is a good one. That's He's a good up there. Pick. He's up there for up sure. There. I'm, I'm honestly, as we first were talking about it, like the first person that popped in my mind was Rick Stansberry. And I don't know why, but I just, <laughs> but it's not even about winning, you know, the tournament. It's just like being attached to the game. Uh, itself, it was Bruce, Bruce Pearl would say it Bruce and Pearl, he would start yeah. crying, but it would just be crocodile. Like he, he would be, he's full of shit, and everyone. Fran McCaffrey like seems sell. like a guy yeah. that that would like, yeah, that could that could really be fired up enough. Uh, yeah, Brad Underwood could be Brad fired Underwood up. maybe. Yeah, like yeah. those two guys. Well, they they're gonna win the title. Both of them are gonna win. The yeah, that's right. Title. I guess Rossi already gave them that championship yeah. or the big uh, championship. So yeah, it's perfect. Izzo's kind of there, I guess. Um, I mean, at, at the end of the day, the real, the real answer is Coach K in a room with just you and him, no camera, no microphone. Like, he is going to be the one that is going to be the most ruthless person that you deal with. And, like, if Duke doesn't play basketball, Coach K – like, that's a really lost year as far as value of yeah. time with Coach yeah. K. Because Coach K right now, he is trying to sprint the marathon as far in advance with wins – that no one will ever catch him. I got because you. no one will yeah. ever be able to. I was going to gonna keep say because I don't think Duke's going to be. I don't think Duke's national title good this year. No, but but do you think but, that Coach K really cares? cares no, about, Coach no, K cares doesn't. about wins. He yeah. th- th- that's all that matters right now. We're stacking wins. Scott Drew would be. Uh, but Scott Drew's not the type. Scott Drew wouldn't be the type to to say that though. He, he's Scott Drew. Yeah, I'm, I think Buzz Williams is my answer. Lock me in on Buzz Williams. That's Buzz my Williams. Pick. Tom Crean could Tom be. Crean, yeah, it's Tom funny. Crean, yo, it's funny. I was literally like, Tom Crean's probably chopping at the bit. Tom Crean would say something like that. Uh, yeah. That's a fun thought exercise of which coach would would, would just go. Muscleman? Do we have to? We have to Muscleman's up there. Yeah. Muscleman's going crazy. That's true. I mean, Muscleman's running practice, though. Like, I, I've seen his practices, and he's in Arkansas, and that's SEC basketball. I, I think, you know. It's going to be really interesting. I've heard, I mean, I'll just say this to you, you know, just these are rumblings, of course, but I've just heard that, I mean, football is happening in the ACC is what I've heard. So, well, yeah, of course, that's what they're saying. I mean, I mean, I just just call you out on this as an, as an ACC guy and like a guy from the South as well to represent (laughs) SEC too. this whole notion that like football, it just means more than SEC and like, 
like, like you think the Big Ten, you think like the, the, the people in Big Ten country, I am from Big Ten country, Tate. We have nothing in the fall. We have apple picking maybe. Maybe you carve a pumpkin. Otherwise, it's gray skies. It's bleak. You, you go tailgating. You watch Big Ten football. That's what you do. It is just as much a way of life as it is in every other football area of the country. Big Ten football is a massive deal. And this, this, this just elitism from, from you Southerners that you're like, I'm telling you, football is definitely going to happen. As though, as though like the Big Ten didn't say the same thing. As though Ohio State like a month ago wasn't saying, we're going to have fans in the shoe. I promise you we're going to have fans in the shoe. And then guess what? Reality hits. Reality. I just, I just, I'm just saying the real the, the the reality is that that reality is a different reality. It's what I'm saying. I'm telling you that is, that, that that soaked in of reality is not going to necessarily hit until I don't know what would happen. All I know is that I got a text today that said Notre Dame Carolina will be half full. That, that, I that. I don't. And I literally I don't even respond, Titus. I don't even respond because I I what am I gonna say? I have no say in it. I all I know is that Mac Brown has the best team that he's ever had uh, at North Carolina right now. I would love to watch football. I don't think it's gonna happen, but they 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 think it is. And I I believe I'm not I'm not attacking you per se. I'm attacking. No, you I'm attacking. The, I'm attacking the the confidence. I'm attacking the bravado that is being yes. forced upon me. I'm attacking this notion that like that the big 10 doesn't like the whole, the whole reason they were okay with canceling is because like big 10 country doesn't really care that much about football. And I'm telling you that's patently false. I'm telling you even like, I know that's patently false. I've gone, I, I know Purdue football fans. Like that's all you need to know is like people there, there are, there are Indiana football fit. Like they exist. And, and that, uh, Indiana football and North Carolina football have a very like similar history where they have so many moments where they should have been great and they actually have great yeah. history, but they have this like weird uh, self hatred towards their football programs because yeah. they love basketball so much. So like shout, all, to, and shout anytime, out to Indiana football. Anytime there's a great football player, they, the the basketball team tries to get them to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, you want to play with us? It's like, Juan Randall. Come play uh, basketball too. And he's like, huh? <laughs> it's like I don't really play basketball. Like, we do now. We, we do, do now. now. That's far. Uh, what if the SEC calls a press conference? Uh, I'm calling my shot just in case it happens. Uh, the SEC calls a press conference. They announce that they are canceling the basketball season, but not the football season. <laughs> like, we don't care about I, basketball. Like, basketball. I'm you. Yeah. Well, uh, fine. Fine. Okay. You guys, you're, you're on us. You're saying it's not safe. We agree. We ran the numbers. It's not we'll safe. We'll just do one sport. We'll just do football. We're just going to do one. We're going to do football, basketball, out of the uh, just because we, we the, the safety is paramount to us. We do not want the student athletes to be put at risk. So we are canceling basketball season. Are you are you happy now? <laughs> and then shoot guns at the Yosemite Sam. It. No, uh, I I agree with you. I do think they they that they think that they're going to play. And, I don't know uh, what I don't know what's going to happen, but I will say this is what we talked about in the last episode. This is conferences divided. Uh, this I is think I but I think what's ha what's going to happen is like as as all of these decisions are made, as the NCAA comes out and cancels fall sports, as the the island of team the island of holdouts of like we're we're charging through, it just gets smaller and smaller to where you're. Super as someone, as someone said, some one I, I saw someone. Uh, the, the quote was like, "We don't. No one wants to be the first one to cancel, but you also don't want to be the last one." And I feel like it's going to. Who get wants to be the first one to join the super collegiate conference, the SEC, <laughs> featuring Texas, Oklahoma, Kentucky, North Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Alabama? 
that's what I think is going to happen. And I don't think it's possible, no. but I, no. that's, that's where this is all leading to. This is an email chain that they're all on with each other. And they're like, SCC. Nobody, nobody wants to be the last conference to cancel under normal circumstances, but I actually think the SEC does want to be the last. And that's what's going to hold it out for so long. It's like the Big 12 doesn't have to cancel because they know that they're not going to be the last. They're like, we'll just wait. South Carolina is holding yeah. on last. That is the last school that will come. That will be the last school to announce that they are but not dude, playing football. Can you imagine if, if it goes like as Will stands, Muschamp is, is sitting there right now and he's like, we're playing football. As it stands right now, the, the Big like, Hold 10, on. We're the Big playing. Ten and the Pac-12 are going to be playing in the spring. Ohio State's going undefeated, playing against the garbage Big yeah. Ten. I, I do like the idea of getting two football seasons yeah. if it does happen, where we get like the Southern version and then we get the West version, the Western version of football, which is like the Pac-12. We're going like, to we're gonna have six national champions. We get the Rose Bowl. <laughs> we get the Rose Bowl, and then they say that that's the national champion, and then we get whatever happens down in New Orleans where they play in the Sugar Bowl, and then we're just yeah. like, that's the Southern national champion. And, and then, then we've just we gone back football. in time 100 years where like there are yeah. And everyone's like, what a progressive world we live in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> college football makes no goddamn sense it really exactly. doesn't like exactly. if i mean the sport itself football makes no sense and it's something that like if you tried i, I learned this when we had europeans on on the basketball team at ohio state uh shout out nikola ketsman uh serbian dude that was one of my teammates and uh i would talk soccer with him all the time Did he know that luca was the best player in yeah the he world. told me he told me back then uh he's <laughs> like you gotta the sport, so there's, there's this kid sport, over there sport, yeah <laughs> he won he won he won the euro league yeah. seven and unders and he's only four years old. It was unbelievable. We've never crazy. seen like this kid. Uh, but I, he, so he gets to Ohio State and he's trying to like ingratiate himself into Ohio State culture and learn like football and go to football games. And he, he, he pulled me aside because we talk soccer all the time. He's like, so explain football to me. And I tried like just explaining the basic rules of football mm -hmm. to him. And I realized in that moment, football is the dumbest sport on earth. Like it, it, yeah. it, it makes no sense itself. And then you, you compound, you take that sport, you, you, you give, put the college football framework on top of it. And it's just an absolute, like, I, I, boy, that, that could, that could replace like a prison sentence. Instead of sending a guy to prison for six months, like have him explain to a, a room full of Europeans, how college football works, how the sport works, how the structure works, how they crown mm -hmm. a national champ. Just and then when you get done with that, flip that same room and then get them to explain the BCS system <laughs> yeah. to that same group. Just the whole thing. Or the Just Champions like, League system, yeah. How we got here and where we're going. And and that yeah, that guy'd be like, Can you please just just no, stop? I'll, I'll just go to, I'd rather <laughs> throw me in solitary. I'd rather deal with that. Uh enough of that. Let's let's wrap this thing up. Shout out to closeouts. Shout out to John Shire. This was a note that we got uh from Lou, our producer, that he basically is going to get to coach uh the, the he's going over to Israel to coach what, the, team the Maccabia games yeah the, the, the Maccabee the Maccabee yeah. yeah yeah the Maccabee games I think is what I would say uh but that's in 2022 and it's the first sign of coach K is are the are the pieces being moved are Jerry Colangelo and coach K getting ready for John Shire to be the successor that's what this looks like to me. This is the first sign of like, let's give him a test as the head coach. And I uh, just wanted to put that out there, John. Well, rip, rip, rip through it real quick. Shoot from the hip. Your top three successor power rankings as it stands right now. Don't Quinn think, Snyder, don't the, co okay. the coach of your failing Utah Jazz. Uh, He's number still one. number one. Okay. Still number one up there. Uh, number two has really, uh, he snuck up because of a move of not even anything to do with him, but Kara Lawson goes to Duke um, out of the, the Celtics family. And Danny uh -huh. Ainge is loving the whole thing and it says to me that brad stevens is dying duke and i will say the number two that he has moved up from number just 10 just signed brad, a contract extension at 
which well, is smoke and mirrors. Exactly. That's kind exactly. of thing a guy would do if he's trying to leave. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Get ahead of it. Uh, so Brad Stevens, number two uh, on the list. <laughs> and then number three, John Shire officially. On okay. The list. He's already, John uh, Shire. He is, he is jump capable. He is there at number three. Uh, three guys, three white guys lined up for the Duke job. Who would have thought in a million years? Uh, here we are. I think. <laughs> I, I got Kara Lawson somewhere in my top ten. I think Kara Lawson has a chance. Kara Lawson could be top ten for sure. I think, and also, I, I think she's there to bring Brad Stevens. I think Coach K. This is all a plan for Mike White and Coach K. Uh, or not Mike White. Maybe Mike White. We'll see if he's the coach yeah. at some point. But Kevin White mm -hmm. and Coach K to get uh, Brad Stevens down there. Dude, I we got to go. We got to go to the Coach K successor power rankings well more when we're starved for content. I think. I think after the NBA season, NBA Brad NBA. Stevens number two. Yeah. That's a, that's too. a good bit. That's a great, that, like that needs to be the Pac-12 update type. We, we just keep going to that well and, and readjusting the. <laughs> Until Coach K's people finally reach out and they're like, will you stop will you talking stop? about please, <laughs> yeah. the coach? Come Show on the pod, respect. Coach K. Uh, I want to shout out Greg Popovich and the San Antonio Spurs. Greg Popovich firmly off of the Coach K successor power rankings. Mm -hmm. I do not think that he will coach the Duke Blue Devils at any point in his but life. But will he coach Carolina? That's what people were saying. Yes. He was technically <laughs> in the Dean Smith coaching tree. Will he come back? I don't know. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, the 22-year playoff run for the San Antonio Spurs is officially over. The Spurs will not be playing playoff basketball this year. Where were you when the San Antonio Spurs last did not make the playoffs? It was so 1997, was right? That was yeah. the year? 1997 mm -hmm. i was uh in henderson north carolina mm -hmm. i was graduating going graduating kindergarten mm -hmm. uh and you know it was the future was ahead of me i remember celine titanic came out uh, my heart will go on i remember hearing that at my kindergarten graduation in fact i was going to move to richmond virginia with my family at that point uh mm. for my dad's job and we decided not to move did not go to richmond um you would be a uva guy maybe I would be a Richmond Spider. I would be oh, playing be basketball Richmond, right? yeah, or baseball Richmond. I loved Richmond. Uh, I'm going to tell myself, uh, 97, Titanic comes out. I was, the chump. I was a chump. Uh, I'm not proud of this. One, one of the biggest regrets of my life. Uh, my mom, so Titanic obviously was a massive. Great movie. Pop culture thing at the time. Like everyone's mm. talking about it. It's one of the biggest movies of all time. Celine Dion, yes. Is it number one or to have Avatar pass? Has to be. Whatever no, Avatar definitely passed it, but it's yeah, still but it was one. it was number one at the time, though. It was yes. the biggest movie of all time. Uh, so everyone's talking about it. And I was like, finally, like, mom, I have to see this movie. I was 10 years old. I think it was a PG 13. So my mom, mm -hmm. you know, she's like, I don't know. Should we, should we not? Uh, <laughs> my mom gets tipped off by other parents about the Kate Winslet booby scene. Uh, so my mom senses it coming. She tells me to close my eyes and I put my hands over my eyes and I love my mom so much that I didn't peek Tate. And it's one of the great regrets I have in life that my hand to God when I was 10 years old in the theater watching that movie, mm. I did not see Kate Winslet's naked breasts. Uh, I had to wait till later in life or, or, and by later life, I mean like a month later. When you rented it from Blockbuster yeah, it. a few months later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I could, uh, does that make me a chump or does that make me like a mama's boy that loves his mom? I don't know. I that kind of that right there was for you, Laura Titus listening yeah. right now. That yeah. was a great Mark you're Titus welcome, moment in history. I swear, you're just I like, look. yeah, you're just a good guy. He's like, you're right, mom. I'm not going to look at this. And then you yeah. saw it three months later with your friends. You're like, look at this. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be in this movie, but my mom told me to cover my eyes. So let's go ahead and throw this thing on and see what happens. No, I, no, I actually, when I watched it with my friends, I actually closed my eyes too. I was like, guys, I told my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Guys, we can't. Guys, do am this. I a chump or <laughs> is it cool if I close my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, lastly, my final shout out: 
Sister Jean turns 101 next Friday. My Start goodness. your birthday shopping if you haven't already. You have a week to buy Sister Jean a birthday present. Uh, she is. She will be 101 years old. Sister, it feels like we went in a time machine talking about Mo Wagner's sister. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, if 2020 lives up to 2020 hype, Sister Jean will be the healthiest person in America. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, Sister Jean is probably thriving right now. Uh, happy to hear that. Sister, Sister Jean. She'll contract whew. coronavirus, beat it, and then, like, yes. they'll ask her what her experience was like, and she'll she'll say it was a hoax. And don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll be like, what is – no, Sister, yeah, no. Yeah, and then she's like, I'm going to the bubble, and everyone's like, what, what? <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be great. Uh, when you said 22 years for Popovich, all I could think about, and I am not even joking, was uh, Vince Carter's retirement. Two <laughs> years. <laughs> so shout out to Vince Carter. Uh, 22 years in the league, man. Just changed the game. What an icon. Um, love it. Oh, uh, well, will the playoffs have started by the, by the time we do a next show? By I Tuesday, believe so. Right? They start yeah, yeah. on Monday. Right? Yep. So we'll be doing um, NBA playoff talk. That'd be great. Dude, I'm excited. It's 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 all happening. Positive vibes only. We're the playoffs are starting. God, fingers crossed that the uh the quote unquote family members coming into the bubble don't blow this whole thing up. But um, yeah, be, be safe, everybody. We're get it done. Uh all right, that's the show. We'll see you guys. We'll see you for the playoffs. Thanks, guys.